Hello and welcome to episode 546 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this evening. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We are recording on Tuesday, May 30th, 2023, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us begin with St. Alphonsus Liguri's Tuesday prayer to the Most Blessed Virgin Mary to obtain a good death. O Mary, how shall I die? Even now that I think of my sins and of that decisive moment on which my salvation or eternal damnation depends, of that moment in which I must expire and be judged, I tremble and am confounded. O my most sweet mother, my hopes are in the blood of Jesus Christ and in thy intercession. O comfortress of the afflicted, do not then abandon me. Cease not to console me in that moment of so great affliction. If I am now so tormented by remorse for sins committed, the uncertainty of pardon, the danger of relapse, and the rigor of divine justice, what will become of me then? Unless thou helpest me, I shall be lost. Ah, my lady, before death, obtain me great sorrow for my sins, thorough amendment, and fidelity to God during the remainder of my life. And when my last moment arrives, O Mary, my hope, help me in the great distress in which I shall then be. Encourage me, that I may not despair at the sight of my sins, which the devil will place before me. Obtain that I may then invoke thee more frequently, so that I may expire with thy most sweet name and that of thy beloved Son on my lips. Nay more, my lady, but forgive my boldness. Before I expire, do thou come thyself and comfort me with thy presence. Thou hast granted this favor to so many of thy devout servants. I also desire and hope it. I am a sinner, it is true. I do not deserve so great a favor, but I am thy servant, love thee, and have full confidence in thee. O Mary, I shall expect thee. Do not disappoint me of this consolation. At least, if I am not worthy of so great a favor, do thou help me from heaven, that I may leave this life loving God and thee, to love thee eternally in paradise. May all the words that I speak be so many arrows dipped in the blood of thy sacred heart, O Jesus, to pierce the hearts of all who hear them with love for thee. Amen. Holy face of Jesus of the veil of Veronica, dear Lord, through the immaculate heart of Mary, I offer these prayers in reparation for the sins which most offend God in our times, blasphemy, the profanation of Sunday and holy days, and communism. Pater noster, quies in celi, sanctificator nomen tuam. Adveniat regnum tuam. Fiat voluntas tua, sicut in celo et in terra. Panam nostrum quotidianum de nobis hodie, et dimite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitibus debitoribus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tentationem, sed libra nos amalo. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostri. Amen. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio et nunc et semper et in secula seculorum. Amen. The Golden Arrow Prayer. May the most holy, most sacred, most adorable, most mysterious and unutterable name of God be praised, blessed, loved, adored, and glorified in heaven, on earth, and in the hells by all God's creatures and by the sacred heart of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in the most holy sacrament of the altar. Amen. For the defeat of communists, Freemasons, and all revolutionary men. Eternal Father, I offer thee the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ and all the instruments of his holy passion, 
that thou mayest put division in the camp of thy enemies. For as thy beloved son hath said, a kingdom divided against itself shall fall. Eternal Father, we offer thee the holy face of Jesus, covered with blood, sweat, dust, and spittle, in reparation for the crimes of communists, blasphemers, and for the profaners of the holy name, and of the holy day of Sunday. Amen. God of goodness and Father of mercies, we beseech thee, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, and by the intercession of the patriarchs and holy apostles, to look with compassion upon the remnant of Israel, so that they may come to a knowledge of our only Savior, Jesus Christ, and share in the precious graces of redemption. Amen. Today, friends, I wanted to take a look at an article from the Fatima Center, located at Fatima.org. It is entitled Pentecost in the Light of Fatima by Mr. Andrew Sasonic, and it was published on May 28th, 2023. It says, the Fatima Center wishes you a blessed and grace-filled feast of Pentecost. When our Lord ascended to heaven 40 days after his resurrection, he promised to send the Holy Ghost to the apostles, to confirm them in the faith, to sanctify them, and to enable them to found his church. Following the ascension, the apostles, along with the Blessed Virgin Mary and other disciples of our Lord, returned to the Kenical in Jerusalem. There, they waited for the coming of the Holy Ghost, who came on Pentecost Sunday, 50 days after Easter Sunday. In this article, we consider two parallels between the great mystery of Pentecost and Our Lady's apparitions at Fatima. We invite you to add additional connections you have considered in, your, in our comments section below. Number one, the light emanating from Our Lady's hands. Acts 2 verses 1 through 3 says, and when the days of the Pentecost were accomplished, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a mighty wind coming, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them parted tongues, as it were of fire, and it sat upon every one of them. The scripture passage reminds us of how light is an image that God uses to help us perceive his sanctifying grace and presence. St. John teaches that in Christ, the Logos, was life. And the life was the light of men, and the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. John 1, verses 4 and 5. We know that Christ is the light of the world. John 9, verse 5. Our Lord promises to send the Holy Ghost, who is the Spirit of Truth. See John fourteen seventeen, And there is a profoundly deep connection between truth and light. Consider, for example, how at the start of Holy Mass... Holy Mother Church prays Psalm 42, that God will send us his light and truth. Emite lucem tuam et veritatem tuam. These images in turn remind us of the light that emanated from Our Lady's hands onto the three children during the May and June 1917 apparitions. Of the May 13th apparition, Lucia says that Our Lady was all dressed in white more brilliant than the sun, radiating a light clearer and more intense than a crystal glass, filled with clear water pierced by the most burning rays of the sun. The children found themselves in this light. Lucia continues, Our Lady opened her hands for the first time and communicated to us, as by a reflection which emanated from them, a light so intense that, penetrating our heart and even to the depths of our soul, it made us see ourselves in God who was this light more clearly than we see ourselves in the best mirrors. 
In this light, the most profound impression the children received was the sadness of God, by which they understood that God is very much offended by the sins of humanity, which are far worse in our times than they were 100 years ago. Then regarding the June 13th apparition, Our Lady opened her hands and communicated to the three children for the second time, the reflection of that immense light. In it, they saw themselves as submerged in God. In this apparition, Our Lady once again conveyed to them the reflection of that light, through which they were given a special knowledge of and increased love for the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Lucia writes, It seems to me that on that day, that reflection of light had a principal goal to instill in us a knowledge and a special love towards the Immaculate Heart of Mary. In the same way as the other two times, it had that same goal, but with respect to God and to the mystery of the Most Holy Trinity. Since that day, we felt in our hearts a more ardent love for the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Number two, Our Lady, Our Advocate. I will ask the Father, and he shall give you another paraclete, John fourteen sixteen. In this scripture passage, paraclete means advocate, coming from the Greek parakletos, which translates into the Latin advocatus. The advocate intercedes with the Father for sinners. Similarly, Our Lady intercedes with her Son on our behalf. Thus, she is also our advocate. God wants to give us things. God wants to give us things, but he won't because it will make us proud, as Father Gruner once explains, and a footnote is given from an article written by Father Gruner several years ago. St. Augustine tells us that God, in his goodness and his greatness, has great charity towards each one of us and wants to give us great things. However, because we are sinners, he finds it difficult to give it to us because we will become proud. How is he going to give us these great gifts when we don't deserve them and we're going to become proud because we receive them? St. Augustine tells us that God gives us these gifts only through the merits and the intercession of the saints. St. Alphonsus Liguri tells us that the Blessed Virgin Mary lived so well as to have merited enough to save all souls. Thus, God wants to establish in the world devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, and he will not give us these graces of world peace that we do not deserve if we don't turn to God for help except and only through the Blessed Virgin. God wants her to get the credit for it. That is why when Sister Lucy asked our Lord in 1936 why he would not convert Russia, why he would not bring about peace except for the consecration of Russia, our Lord said, because I want my whole church to recognize that consecration as a triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, so that my church will place devotion to the Immaculate Heart beside devotion to my Sacred Heart. Conclusion The days between the Ascension and Pentecost were a difficult time for the apostles. Christ had apparently left them, and so perhaps they felt abandoned or orphaned. They were hiding in fear and under the guidance of Our Lady, we're praying the first novena. On Pentecost, with the coming of the Holy Ghost, there was an outpouring of grace, and the apostles now had great courage and faith. Then they witnessed Christ to the world, ultimately even to the shedding of their blood. Who cannot see a parallel with our time 
in the Fatima era. We are now living in a time when it also seems that Christ has left us. In 2020, our shepherds had closed the churches, canceled masses, prohibited reverent reception of Holy Communion, and closed off many channels of grace. Even today, there is talk of more contagions and draconian state measures, and the very real possibility of a third world war, a nuclear war. Yet Our Lady of Fatima, our advocate, provides grace and truth in this time of trial. No other age has been given such a tremendous grace as the light from Fatima. The message of Fatima has all we need to save our soul and that of others. We just need to follow Our Lady of Fatima's five-point plan. We must continue to pray the rosary daily to prevent future and worse calamities. We must maintain full hope and confidence that many graces will soon be outpoured and that we too may hold fast to the faith with great courage, even if it may mean suffering and martyrdom. What greater witness could we give to Christ and thereby win the palm of victory? In the end, we know that God already has the victory. The Immaculate Heart of Our Lady will triumph. She will reign and there will be a period of peace in the world. What a fitting type we see in Pentecost for Our Lady of Fatima's message. And just as a reminder, um, Our Lady of Fatima's five-point plan, number one, stay in the state of grace, two, pray the rosary daily, three, wear the brown scapular and use sacramentals, four, pray and sacrifice for sinners, for example, the first Saturday devotion, and five, pray for the Pope and the consecration of Russia. And we're more than 14 months on since the consecration that took place by Pope Francis and the bishops of the world. Uh, I thought it was a valid consecration. People may say, hey, you know, we haven't seen the conversion of Russia. We haven't seen peace in the world. And that's very true. Maybe it will require the next Pope to do a consecration specifically of Russia. I don't know. And really, no one knows. Um, but you can consecrate yourself to the Immaculate Heart of the Blessed Mother. Fathers of families, consecrate your wives. Consecrate your children to the Immaculate Heart of the Blessed Mother. Bishops, consecrate your dioceses to the Immaculate Heart. Priests, consecrate your parishes to the Immaculate Heart. We don't have to sit back and wait for the Pope to do something. We're called by virtue of our baptism to evangelize. We're called to tell people that they need to repent and believe in the gospel if they want to be saved. You don't have to wait for a bishop or a priest to tell you you need to evangelize. By virtue of your baptism, you're a missionary, you're an evangelist. Go out there and do it. Let us conclude, my friends, by mentioning Helping Autism through Learning and Outreach, available on the web at halo-soma.org. That's halo-soma.org. I'd also like to mention episode 277 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. If you haven't already listened to it, please tune in. I'd like to make that our most popular episode. Share it with your family and friends. I discuss RPM with my wonderful sister and my wonderful niece. I have two wonderful nieces. One is a non-speaker. And we talk about RPM, which is rapid prompting method 
a system of communication for non-speakers. And just like sign language was a revolutionary breakthrough for the deaf, this has been the same for non-speakers. We didn't even know my niece's favorite color prior to the age of eight when she became adept at RPM and with my sister and my brother-in-law and now my uh, other niece, we know that Brielle is a gifted composer now. We know that she's skilled at mathematics. She even knows other languages. Her IQ, although it's never formally been tested, must be off the charts. She's one of the smartest people I've ever encountered in my life, but we would have known none of that without RPM. It has been a game changer, as the kids say, for thousands of families, and we pray it will be the case for thousands more, but you can't use anything unless you know about it. So once again, the website is halo-soma.org. The episode to tune into is 277 because communication is a human right. Let's pray now for help and for healing for our non-speaking friends and family members. Almighty and eternal God, healer of those who trust in you through the intercession of St. Raphael, Archangel, hear my prayer for non-speakers and their families. In your tender mercy, restore them to spiritual and bodily health, that they may give you thanks, praise your name, and proclaim your wondrous love to all. I ask this through Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. The Memorare to St. Joseph. Remember, O most chaste spouse of the Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto you, my spiritual father, and beg your protection. O foster father of the Redeemer, despise not my petitions, but in your goodness, hear and answer me. Amen. The three Hail Marys in honor of the Immaculate Purity of Our Lady of Fatima, excuse me. Ave Maria, gratia plena. Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tuum mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostrae. Amen. And a Gloria Patri for a special intention. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio, et nunc et semper et in sicula seculorum. Amen. O most holy Trinity, I adore thee. My God, my God, I love thee in the most blessed sacrament. Virgo potens, ora pernobis. Sancti Joseph, terra daimonem, ora pernobis. Sancta Raphael Archangeli, ora pernobis. In nomine Patris, et Fili, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Thank you very kindly, my friends, for tuning into episode 546 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast in your charity. Please share Our Lady's podcast with everyone you know. Follow us on Twitter. The handle is at Fatima Podcast. Give us a five-star rating and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this if you think we're worthy of it. But above all else, offer up prayers and sacrifices for our Catholic bishops. Goodbye and God love you.